if the question is on the competition and differentiation and then sometimes lending the prospect into the specific scenario that demonstrates how my management screen is better than my competitor and giving someone sometimes 15 minutes hands-on on the specific screen why my new filter or my new report is so powerful with some vanilla data that will allow you to say wow it's not only a slide I actually got to see the screen I want more and maybe it's not compelling enough for me the second best is that we don't want to waste energy and you do that very quickly Hi, friends. Welcome to the Sales Enablement Podcast. I'm your host, Andy Paul. Now, that was Zvi Guterman. Zvi is the founder and CEO of CloudShare. And he's joining me today on Sales Enablement, episode 799, to have a conversation about why traditional sales demonstrations haven't kept pace with the demands and requirements of buyers. So, Zvi and I will talk about how buyers have changed, and not just because of the pandemic, these are changes that have been occurring for a while, and we'll dig into the idea of the enabled and empowered buyer and how sellers can reduce the friction associated with demos and proof of concepts that hold up deals. So we'll dig into all of this and much, much more. But before we get to Zvi, I want to remind you to subscribe to this podcast wherever you listen to it. And if you subscribe, we'd certainly appreciate it if you could give us your feedback about how we're doing in the form of a review. So thank you for that. And if you haven't already connected with me on LinkedIn, please do. That's at linkedin.com slash in slash real Andy Paul. All right, let's jump into it. Zvi, welcome to the show. Wonderful to be here. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. So where are you sheltering in place? <laughs> San Francisco, California. San Francisco, California. So do you have kids at home? Yes, yes. Two young ones, and uh, they're actually doing quite well as as. As many of them, the, the Zoom is working for them. Not trivial, but <laughs> but working. And are they school age? Yes, yes, eight and eleven. Eight and eleven. Okay, so doing the online learning and and are they learning anything? <laughs> I hope so. Yeah, it's they they adjusting, and uh, I think we're fortunate uh, that um, we're still able to do daily hikes, mostly my wife and the kids, which oh. is, is nice around the, the neighborhood. Uh, so they do the daily hike, which is nice for an hour, and they do some gardening uh, in the backyard. Um, and we, we try to focus on them staying healthy, enjoying, mm-hmm. being optimistic like everyone else, and, yeah. Uh, yeah. and progressing mostly on reading and math, I would say. <laughs> and so do you live close to Golden Gate Park? Is that where you go hiking, or...? No, we actually live um, in uh, in Marin County, just north of uh, San Francisco. Oh, okay, okay. Well, that's all right. There you go. So you're actually, yeah, you're not right in the heart of the city. More space spread out. That's fine. That's good. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Wish we had that. We're in middle of Manhattan um, with no space. So <laughs> that's 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 <laughs> though challenging. We, though we did walk up to Central Park uh, with our masks and everything. Um, Week and a half ago, and that was that was fun. It was nice to have a big green space, and it was a beautiful spring day. So uh, we do try to get out every day and, and do walks too. But yeah, it'd be nice to have some. It's mostly cement covered as opposed to grass. So it'd be nice to have more grass. Sure. All right. So for people who aren't familiar with CloudShare, the company you found and your CEO of, um, tell us what you guys do. Sure. So we provide business acceleration cloud. 
this is a cloud solution that allow companies to run their sales enablement, their IT training, their support and QA as a service in cloudshare.com. It's a turnkey solution very similar to an ERP or CRM or LMS that provide business professionals the entire solution. Again, everything from control, management, to auditing, and uh, empowering uh, teams to run online. Right. So you talk about from the sales enablement space, and what you sort of focus on, it seems like, is these sort of virtualized demos and and proof of concepts. Uh, So tell us how you do that. Sure. So we run on top of the public cloud or on a cloud, and we actually manage the the different uh, products that the company may have. Uh, most of our customers are uh, software vendors, of course, mm-hmm. and we allow them to put their products the same way they would do for a regular demo of proof of concept or proof of value or whatever you name it. And from that moment, we actually take control, and we allow you to say, "Oh, I need." 15 demos for tomorrow. I need to start a two-week POC. I have a channel in Germany that need need uh, need de- demos. I need some um, some huge event. It used to be <laughs> physical. Now we're talking sure. virtual only. But uh, I want to empower 10,000 people tomorrow. And we do all of that from a central um, management in our application, in our service. And of course, we allow the sales leaders to get better control and visibility in, to what's going on with their business. So, in the case you're talking about, like a large number of people at an event or a virtual event, is the ability to do sort of self-guided demonstrations or autonomous demonstrations of a product? It can go to to individual self-service. It can be guided with a sales engineer or with a salesperson. The our focus is on the hands-on experience. What we deliver is this hands-on experience. The fact that not only you can do the Zoom or a, or slides, but you take the prospect or the customer to an engagement, to hands-on experience. You want to show them your firewall, your health IT product, your database, beyond the slides, beyond uh, um, the initial uh, marketing collateral, into the hands-on. You want to show why your product is superior, or you want to handle some objections, and we handle all of these uh, uh, interactions. And so, but how does it differ than, you know, a salesperson just firing up their product to give a software demo, how does that differ from what they're doing if they operate it through CloudShare? Sure. First, it's relatively a, a new domain, a new vertical. And, and I would compare it, again, to someone so experienced as, as yourself, to, like, I would ask you, like, what's the difference between you and I uh, uh, putting leads into uh, Excel or using a CRM? And what CloudShare is doing is exactly this transition, right? You can do that, as you mentioned, you can take your laptop, and that's what people were doing, right? People were mm-hmm. doing demos before CloudShare came to the market um, right. and doing POCs and successfully. But they were using it, and what I think our good observation is that they were actually spending a lot of energy, and it was, it was uh, uh, a lot of effort and not enough uh, results and what we are really improving it and providing this new CRM, 
again, what we call business acceleration cloud into this entire interaction of demos, POCs, any hand-on experience that you would need. So walk through it, just so I make sure the audience understands. Is, is So if if you're a salesperson today and, and you've got a, a software demo signed, lined up with a, a prospect, you know, it's our first substantive conversation, if you will, what does the salesperson do differently than they would have done before? Sure. So first, we, we start usually, if we, can, we, if we look at a software vendor, there is a group that even today, before again, before working with CloudShare, would be responsible for creating all the co- collaterals and managing the, the demos and the way people, and you can call that sometimes sales operations, sometimes it's under product marketing, sometimes in other departments other parts of marketing or uh, sales, and they were responsible for for uh, for the sales engineers' laptops. And what would happen with CloudShare is you shift into first insul- installing and defining all your products in CloudShare. So there is okay. someone, let's say, on product marketing that will, if you have 14 different product offerings, will will put them the same way that you, you would install them once in a, uh, in a, for a prospect or on a laptop. Mm-hmm. You define mm-hmm. them once. And then you actually give access to to your entire field, to your entire sales sales engineers and and uh, sales people, and you can start defining policies. You can say, okay, here's how I want the demo to look like. I want it to be an hour, or I want it to be two hours, and and I want to use for that product. I want this functionality, and then we actually orchestrate all of that, and we make sure that when a sales engineer logs in, open all they need to do instead of thinking about the laptop or or the hardware or working in AWS. US or whatever, mm-hmm. all they need to do is logging into CloudShare and pressing a button and say, here's my demo with Prospect starts now. I need a fully functional setup. And then you get a private, dedicated, secure, hands-on experience the same way that you would otherwise get with zero effort. And moreover, of course, your manager knows exactly what's happening. You are able to take it to the next level that you you finish the demo. You want to turn the demo into POC. You can actually leave the copy running for the prospect and say, okay, now I'm shifting that. Actually, what we demonstrated, I'm shifting it into a POC. And I want to collaborate with my prospect for the next week. And as a result, the prospect will get an invitation saying, hey, Joe from Company X just invited you to join a POC. Then, again, using a browser, the prospect is able to start a POC. Again, zero effort. And immediately, Hmm. we have engagement. And it's hands-on, fully functional. They can load their own data into it and so on. Of course, yes, yeah. correct, exactly. They can. It starts from vanilla. You can upload your own data. You can connect it to your legacy systems. You can decide what the scenario that you want to test. Mm-hmm. Eventually, maybe after three weeks, you decide, okay, it's working. I want to actually to add more um, security checks. Again, you need, you want your CISO as part of your evaluation. Mm-hmm. Then it's very easy in a click of a mouse to say, you know what? Now I want to take a copy, a snapshot of this product and actually duplicate it. Again, in a click of a mouse, you have two copies and you're sending one to the security audit that's happening right. And again, you don't need to think about and worry about that. And and that's our goal. With culture, again, our goal is this. In, we found out that people were spending a lot of effort around thinking about infrastructure, um, about laptop. Many times, again, 
traveling because there were gaps. And right. this virtual engagement allowed them to do that now in a much efficient way, allowing many more POCs, of course. Many things are changing thanks to that. Well, yeah, I think to me it sounds like one of the real, if I was a salesperson, the real strength is, yeah, we just turn this right into a POC. We just finish, we just keep on going. Because then you don't have that gap of time, right, between the demo and then the customer goes back and thinks about it and do we want to do a POC? It's like, well, hey, we've removed the friction from this event. Here it is. Exactly. And that's that's an, an important point that we found that we help people actually improve engagement. And and we simplify. We remove obstacles and allow them to to engage better with their uh, prospect and actually make everyone happier. And and it goes on. When there is a POC and you have a challenge, it's very easy to raise your hand or and notify the sales engineer. It can be offline. And they can be in different time zones and you get a notification and you can log into the system as well and we can collaborate. We can actually work together on the same setup and, and many other things, right? It's I made a mistake. I was we, we I was configuring something and on day five and I very easy again it's a virtual environment to rewind and say hey i actually want to go back to my snapshot from yesterday um and so on and so forth and of course it all comes with a lot of analytics behind the scenes right. so you can say out of my 600 SEs, who's who's the top 10 performers who are who needs more help what kind of channel partners are, are doing the best utilization um and up to things in uh, to the product level we get uh, insights on what parts are really demonstrated and what parts are less important. Maybe we, we had some, some initial thoughts, and as we know in sales, it's not right. always one-to-one with what's happening really in closing deals. Or with the proof of concepts, see what they're utilizing. <laughs> sure, exactly. I mean, that's the part I think you really want to know is, hey, after the demo and you've got your proof of concept going, is, well, how's the customer using it? Exactly. Interesting. So, so who are you targeting as your customers for this? Primarily software companies? Yes, most of our customers are software vendors. Some of the so- largest software vendors of the world are uh, CloudShare uh, customers, companies such as Atlassian or Salesforce or Palo Alto Networks or Fortinet mm-hmm. are using us daily with uh, thousands of, uh, of uh, users. Um, the second group is actually system integrators um, that, of course, also take an important part in this dialogue and handshake between prospect and uh, customer and vendor and and we're starting also to get to get to cases where the enterprises are coming directly to us because they want to control the the process as well yeah that makes sense so what are you seeing happening now during the sort of shutdown period with you know demand for your product and services i mean is this something that that uh, you know this trend of more remote selling is is you know increasing people's desire to have this type of facility available for their sellers because you know they're not all in the office they can't easily call the sales engineer to help them and so on yes we actually see uh, over 50 percent growth in the last month um, in incoming leads opportunities and, and and new customers for some of them uh, these are companies that in the past didn't consider virtual they were um, late adapters, they were happy with the way they were doing business, and now they have to. It's a survival mode for them, right? They they are unable to travel, and they for the first time. So we see group of companies that for the first time are considering virtual engagement and doing that for the first time. Um, 
we see a second bucket of companies that actually are just changing as we talked right your uh, physical event no longer taking place you need to switch um, you need to do something else you need to to change the mode that you're operating and we see uh, we see companies that are changing the way uh, the weight uh, of uh, between the different factors in their marketing and in their sales uh, uh, operations and 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 of course uh, as a result they do uh, different things and we see a third category that actually probably the leaders of that of of this uh, wave that actually doing new things new things such as saying you know what with current situation i want to offer free training free mm-hmm. demos i want to um, do some uh, think differently about people are at home so i assume that my my audience may be more available we started this talk talking about the, right. the kids maybe right. they're more available after 9 p.m so and maybe they won't take a call with me at 9 p.m for a demo but they want some engagement so how about can i give them like 30 minutes hands-on experience as if an, a demo without a sales engineer, kind of self-service demo, if you may. Well, I think that's that's uh, huge ideas. Just as you talked about, is is the self-service demo, especially one that said they can transition to a POC. But self-service demo, yeah, is is like yeah, thinking of these virtual events you talked about. Everybody's holding a virtual event these days. Virtual summit is you know, if you get a thousand registrants, why not give them all the opportunity to do a self-service demo of your product? Right, right, and the and the big thing is that you improve engagement, and you get you get to know better who is really interested. So you gave someone, you gave thousand people, as you said, you gave thousand people access. How many really logged in? <laughs> right, not everyone mm-hmm. logged in. So some of them will will ignore it, and some of them logged in. And out of the 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 ones that logged in, how many of them? What percentage was really engaged and actually working on it for more than half an hour? What kind of wonderful validation it is, right? And if you use that into your sales process, you're actually getting wonderful uh, qualification. Yeah, I mean, you could, <laughs> I presume you just include a, a link in an email. If you're doing an outbound email, give people the opportunity to, to log in and engage. Yes, yes. And we see people, again, as I, as I mentioned, the different the different. Um, partners that, that work with us, we see people that integrate it very well with their uh, CRM and up to the level that, as you mentioned, they they um, bring it into their um, campaigns and sometimes to the marketing campaign, sometimes a little bit further into the process and up to adding um, weights for engagement into the CRM. So we can mm-hmm. provide provide some uh, engagement uh, indications Metric. that, right. that, that uh, goes into the CRM. Very interesting. Very interesting. Yeah, I'm sort of thinking about how I'd use it. Um, <laughs> but it, so it's interesting. You know, one sort of school of thought is, and and certainly you know, part of the SaaS model, oftentimes for many companies, is, hey, the first thing we're trying to do is we get the SDR, they make a call. We're trying to set up a demo. But there's pushback on that in many sectors, and I, I I'm sort of part of that from time to time. Is was the yeah, what really customers want is they see the demo as a pitch, and they don't want to be pitched. They they want somebody to understand what they need first. And it's sort of wondering how you see people starting to integrate in that model, because I think this is a model that's going to come more to the fore, is that we're not going to head first step, hey, let's set up a demo. It's we're going to have, we're going to do some qualification, or we're going to do some discovery before we do that demo. Sure. 
Uh, so first, I should I should say I think probably Andy, I, I agree with you, and I'm probably on on, on the same camp as you. Um, not always you need to lead with a demo, and I think it's again, uh, and and many times we we want the salesperson to do some uh, some uh, scoping and uh, and uh, run a first call and understand who is the prospect, but it really depends. And 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 I think what I witnessed from the hundreds of companies that that work with us, we see different industries and different uh, competition that in some cases, the sale is very technical. And I think that in that case, demo is actually helpful. And uh, and your audience may be very technical, maybe some infrastructure products, some Kubernetes, some, some modern database, uh, message queue. And then the demo may be the right tool. And 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 your audience may be asking for it, and and uh, and maybe even in in a, in a few clicks from your website, and and we see this mm-hmm. th- this group, and we see others that that you 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 want to gate it, right? You want some some gateway before before you allow people to to do the demo. The nice thing is that you with cloudshare and 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 similar technologies you're able to control it today and and you are able to control it you're able to control your spend i think that's an important part um, we should think about this kind of engagements they start from few dollars per hour which i think is a wonderful it's not so it's not as cheap as sending an email of course but if you look at the big picture it's also less it's expensive than less expensive than a salesperson making a call all right Exactly, and and it's done automatically. So there is infinite scale, right? And you're not if you want to do one thousand again, the, the investment is small, and you can and you can very quickly learn, adapt, and improve, and 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 find your right path into what's working for you, what's the right way, and maybe in different. Of course, segments you operate differently, um, and 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 it's. I think that's that's what really pushing that forward. Yeah, I mean, it's it's interesting because yeah, you talk about it being gated. I mean, certainly there's products where your first instinct is, well, yeah, we should really gate this because we need to. The customer will be intimidated if they start looking at this and they don't understand what's going on. But on the other hand, so I think sometimes we underrate <laughs> the ability of the customer to understand what's going on. And it becomes, to your point earlier, it becomes a really interesting qualifying tool that, yeah, if they've seen it before you start doing discovery, that adds some context to the discovery you're going to do. Right. And we see that with discovery or, or we see other scenarios. Like uh, Maybe I'll give an example. We see some, some scenarios that are highly competitive, right? mm-hmm. so that, that, that you have four or five strong competitors and you really need to differentiate yourself and very quickly and and some of the interesting use cases that I've seen people do and, and fairly automatically is through the early marketing qualifications, through the website find out if, if the question is on the competition and differentiation and then sometimes lending the prospect into the specific scenario that demonstrate how my management screen is better than my competitor. And, mm. and giving someone sometimes 15 minutes hands-on on the specific screen why my new filter or my new report is so powerful with some, some vanilla data that will allow you to say, wow, it's not only a slide. I actually got to see the screen. I want more. And or I, maybe it's not compelling enough for me, right? The, the second best is to know that that we don't want to waste energy, and you do that very quickly. Well, I think one of the the key things would be, for instance, as an example is, for instance, if you think you have 
decided advantage and just how easy it is to onboard a new user to your system. Right. Yeah, I would, I would, I would put that in a in a uh, you know self service demonstration that you could attach to an email or something. So when someone sees it, suddenly you've sent the you set the benchmark in a competitive environment for everything that comes after. Because somebody will have this in their mind. It's like, oh my gosh, that's so easy to get started in this one. Are you that easy when they talk to the second vendor? Are you that easy to, to, to onboard? And they're going to have that image in their mind. That's like, if they're not that easy, you've set that differentiation right up front. Right. And we definitely see that, to, to your last comment, we definitely see that um, companies that that start, if, if it's new to their uh, um, to their uh, competitors that they start introducing this kind of easy onboarding, um, free demos, sometimes self-service demos. It creates a wave that immediately drive the rest of the of the competitors to to provide something very similar, because the, then customers get used to it, right? Oh, with the other one, it's so easy. You guys are behind. You you look legacy suddenly, mm-hmm. and uh, <laughs> you look like a dinosaur. And 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 people cannot allow that, and and running very fast to to comply as well. And and I think it 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 will become. It's relatively a new market, a new um, this entire business acceleration cloud. And and what we witness, I think it it will become a new category for the sales organization, for the sales operations, for the sales engineers mm-hmm. to be able to support these uh, engagements. Yeah, because again, I'm just sort of thinking through from a, a seller's perspective. I was selling into a, an enterprise account, and I knew there was a, you know, a fair number of stakeholders involved in that decision. Oh man, I'd be populating some level of that de- self-serve demonstration really early on across that population. You know, something that was contained, but but made a specific point vis-a-vis our value proposition, or one element of our value proposition. Yeah, just put the competition in a hole, set them on their feet. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, very cool. Very cool. So you talked about analytics. So what are the analytics that you guys offer? Because I think this is one thing too that certainly we can record and listen to demo calls and so on. But uh, what other analytics can you provide? Yeah, this is very interesting. I think we actually monitor probably over 500 different parameters that uh, that will uh, allow you to to know more of what's happening and I'll, I'll give a few examples one sure. is even even geography <laughs> it's nice and and when you think about a demo and a, a proof of concept and you send it to Joe and Joe is based in Idaho but you'll be surprised, and we're all familiar with that. Maybe Joe shared the credential with someone right. <laughs> and, uh, and forwarded it to someone. And you suddenly see uh, uh, that actually you got 10 different logins. And from maybe also from the European satellite office that you didn't think about. And uh, this is really, and even to the level that we sometimes, um, and, and we see that, by the way, with our engagement, we, where someone is saying, you know what, it's not so exciting for me. And you say, wow, but the data actually shows something else. You had, <laughs> right, we all seen these prospects that are actually trying already to start negotiating. And uh, and you actually have some strong data say, wow, wow their engagement level is actually amazing. So yeah, we yeah I mean, you've got you've got somebody who's a roadblocker and saying, yeah, I don't think we're that interested. And you say, yeah, but 15, 15 of your people are, yes. <laughs> yes, exactly. So we, we do things like that from... from Geography uh, into how fast people uh, get into the uh, into the 
proof of concept, how long did they spend um, in the PLC entirely, how many different logins into the different models without us understanding. But if you have few virtual machines, if you have few different elements, then we are able to say per element, uh, what was the uh, engagement level? And as I mentioned, also um, we we help you decide what's the best policy. Is one hour better than forty-five minutes, or one hundred uh, one hour and a half is better? So we help you tune what we call it a policy, well, the, the the way that you define your demos and and later on your POCs. So the metadata and supporting your process. Maybe you have few different demos. So we well, we yeah, find that's, that's what I that's what I would go with. I I. You know, listening to your talk, I would envisioning. Yeah, I, I would serve. Yeah, start with a two minute, right, and then the next level we got like a five to ten minute, and then you work your way up to something more more substantial. Right, and that allows you if you go with that model, and we see many people, it allows you actually to open the the funnel very wide for for a very small cost, right? So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. many people, if you do that and say, okay, you know what, I want to see these few minutes, this short uh, interaction, and then see who is who is better, and then take it forward in the funnel as we always prefer to do. And if they're more engaged, we move forward. Maybe we decide where we put a person in the loop. Um, so a lot of parameters, it goes up to the channel, of course. If you work with channel, that's very important and helpful. Um, also on the different languages, we support different languages in the interface around that. So that's also an, an element that's important for people if they uh, simplified Chinese or Japanese or Spanish mm-hmm. is, is helpful in your delivery. Even if your product is in English, the 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 envelope that CloudShare, this invitation, this the the website that they see, it can be still in in Spanish. And is that helpful for you or not? So all of this, and as we know in sales, it's all about optimizing. And any any definitely two digit, but if sometimes even lower improvement can be significant in the numbers. Yeah, no, it, <laughs> people listen to the show notes. I've talked about it all the time. It's just got to be 1% better. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. And and if it's, you know, the, the language on the envelope to make access to the demo easier and more accessible, then that's memorable. That could spell the difference at the end of the day. Exactly. All right. Well, Zvi, unfortunately, we're running out of time, but um, so... Tell people how they connect with you and learn more about CloudShare. Sure. Always happy to connect. Uh, probably the best way is just to drop me an email at tsv uh, at uh, cloudshare.com. Um, just put some some good uh, good subject line, mention the, the blog so I'll have context and happy to, to get any, any, any inquiry. Yeah. Yeah. Put sales enablement with Andy Paul. He'll treat you nice. Um, all right. Well, Zvid. Very nice to talk to you, and uh, look forward to talking to you again soon. Thank you, Andy. Okay, friends, that's it for this episode. First of all, I want to thank you for taking the time to listen. We're so grateful for the support of this show, and I want to thank my guest, Zvi Guterman, for sharing his insights with us today. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to this podcast, Sales Enablement with Andy Paul, on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen to this podcast. And if you could also leave us a rating or review and let us know how we're doing, Well, we'd appreciate it. You can do all that on your phone in less than a minute as soon as this podcast is over. So thanks for your help. And thank you so much for investing your time with me today. Until next time, I'm your host, Andy Paul. Good selling, everyone.